Hey, it's Dr. Cameron Dennis, PT, and running enthusiast. So, it's been probably two weeks or more since I did a last my last episode, and there's a good reason for that, um, or at least what I thought was a good reason. Uh, so, my business partner and I have sort of separate, you know, gone our separate ways. Which is, you know, that's life, but it has <clears throat> led to a little bit more work on my end. So, just in terms of, you know, seeing the patients and running the business, uh, and taking on the patients that he was seeing. So, anyway, so that's why, you know, I kind of been MIA. But um, then I realized uh, today that it's like, well, the, the whole reason that I even did this is so that I can just kind of talk about what I wanted to talk about. And I don't have to, like, format it and make it so it's so pretty and, like, perfect and well-constructed. It's just me thinking and talking as someone who sees the world from my position and my place. And uh, <clears throat> these last few weeks, especially particularly this last week, has just kind of... Uh, thrown us all for a bit of a loop, I think, with the election, and it's easy to pretend like it's not, it doesn't exist, and we don't have to talk about it, but uh, unless we, like, totally agree with the people that we're talking to, we try not to, which to me is so ridiculous, like, why can't we talk to people that we disagree with and just have a cordial conversation, and it's like, at this time, like, it's, there, everybody is just so upset at the other side and saying things online that they would never say in real life, you know, to that person. My favorite is asking when the riots are, you know, on the conservative side, I'll give you both, asking when the riots are and asking when you know, sh how should we, um, like, where do we get our free stuff, things like that, basically, essentially pouting um, about Trump losing, and then on the other side, you know, you have people saying things like, you know, basically counter-arguments, like, like, making fun of Trump voters and things like that, saying, you know, he's you know, if you don't like the country, you can leave and stuff like that. Like the same things that Trump voters were saying last year and the same things that people have been saying every, every time a president's been elected, essentially, um, since I've been an adult, um, both just absurd, ridiculous, inappropriate. I don't understand how people can be friendly to each other in real life. And then say things like that online to each other as if like that we're not talking about real people doing with real issues. So let me break it down in my to my best understanding and see if I can do a backflip and turn and relate this back to running. So those those of you who voted for Trump 
in the last election and in this election. I totally understand why you would. Same thing with those who voted for uh, Hillary and voted for um, Joe Biden in this one. Um, although I really didn't like Hillary, to be honest. Um, I think I think it just depends on what your priorities are and what, what types of things you've been exposed to in your life. So from my perspective, um, just to give you some background, I, I was raised conservative, Republican, um, grew up in a small town, and so, you know, I didn't really see a lot of people who were different than me. You know, we have our own separate sorts of issues um, in small towns than people in big cities have. Uh, right, so then I went to, to uh, Toledo, and I lived there for seven years when I grew up, um, you know, as I was growing up. So from like age 19 to probably like 26 or so. Um, and some of the things that I saw there and some of the people that I talked to, and it wasn't coming from my instructors and it wasn't coming from anyone up high, you know, at the university. So, you know, the, the, the fact that you always hear about these liberal universities, I don't know shit about that because it's literally just, you know, the experiences that I had, the people that I met and the people that I saw living in the streets, you know, and the horrible conditions that so many of these people are living through. And I even, I mean, I worked in a grocery store that I was the only white person in there at any time during the day I worked there, you know, there were shootings around. And so I guess my perspective is going to be a little bit different than those who haven't worked in that situation and talked to those sorts of people. But from my perspective, there's, there's things that are at play here that are bigger than just the economy and bigger than just the, the tax situation. Money, it's, it's so funny because we're raised to think like money is just a number. Money is just like money is not important. Love conquers all. We're taught that respecting other people is the most important thing. Listening being polite, money isn't everything. So why is it that that changes as soon as we start talking about the president? I don't, I really don't get that. We, I'm not just talking about Donald Trump, although he's a prime example. It's the fact that we, we hate each other these people that are people that we don't necessarily agree with, we don't have to agree with each other. But some of the things that I've read and I've heard about people on the other side of the fence, it's, it's like literally I'm feeling like I'm going to cry right now just thinking about it because it's like have we lost our humanity and have we lost our ability to have conversations with one another. Like, I, I'm friends with, like, I would say 90% of my friends are probably conservative. Um, and I fall, I fall somewhere in the middle. 
um, because when I moved back from Toledo, I moved back to a more conservative area, but I can absolutely see it from both sides. And I can see the hypocrisy on both sides. And to me, it's, it's like, it's almost, it's hard to say, like you, you, you love the ideas that the country is founded on and you love the people that live here and you love the, the ge geographical country itself and like what America is, but I cannot say that I love how Americans are behaving right now. I can't say that I love the disagreements, the direction that we're going in and, and that it's just so abrasive and inflammatory all the time. Conflict, conflict, conflict. And I don't... It's hard for me to find, like, to see through all of that sometimes. And remember that there are there are these basic ideas and principles that our country is founded on that make it beautiful and wonderful. So, I guess my point is that we're being played by the people in the government. Literally, the people in government and the people on the news. There may be a, there is a liberal bias in the media. I've seen it. But I've also seen, you know, conservative biased media. All claim to be unbiased, but they're not. There's always something there, something behind what they're saying to try to get you to demonize the other side or make it us versus them. And sometimes it, if you just were to report the news, the country might be better off. I would say it would be better off. Of course, you're not going to get those clicks. You're not going to get the views because you want people to be upset. If you're one of these companies that are running the news networks, you want people to be outraged. I feel like this is one of the worst times. These, honestly, these last four years have been the worst four years, I would say, of my time as an adult. Just in terms of anger and hatred and outright racism, sexism, homophobia. People think they can just say whatever they want and it's, to me, it's not okay. I think PC has gone too far in certain ways. But I think there's a reason that we have it. We, there's a reason that we are supposed to be politically correct and that's it's, it's for the people around us who we might be hurting. I won't even use the word offending. It's hurting. You're hurting people by saying hateful things. 
So this whole shift away from political correctness to me is dangerous. Now I think I think that uh, I'm trying to stay off of social media more because I do realize that a lot of the problems that I see are, are definitely exacerbated by um, just hearing it over and over and seeing what people are posting online as opposed to just talking to people. Um, because when you talk to people, most people are reasonable. Um, but the, the spread of fake news literally on, on Facebook is shocking. How you can have people in the actual, like, actually working in the government saying that this election was fair and that there's, there's zero evidence for foul play. And I'm talking about Republicans, by the way saying that there's zero evidence for foul play or, or voter fraud, but then you have news networks and Facebook articles put, pumping out conspiracy theories that if you really thought about it for more than five seconds and you used your brain, you could see that there's, there's no evidence to support it. And I would say the same thing to Republicans or to Democrats if they were doing the same thing right now. We have to trust our election process. These are Republicans and Democrats counting these votes. It's not all Democrats who are in there counting. There's literally people watching from both campaigns They're not just coming up with these votes. This is literally something that they expected would happen when you have a candidate who is saying, do not vote through mail. Do not vote early, just vote the day of the election, but especially do not trust the, the mail-in system. So why are we so surprised that when we count those votes, they're more democratic? Of course they're going to be. Because Joe Biden was, was telling people to stay home and to not necessarily rush to the poll on that day, but to vote early or to vote uh, through mail-in ballot. So yeah, of course they're going to be sort of lean one direction. And the way that we're talking about how you, it goes up by like 100,000 votes and they're all Democratic, I think it comes down to the way that they report the votes. I don't think it's necessarily that they just found all these votes and they were all Democratic. I wonder if we'd be having the same conversation if it didn't get reported the way that it does, like half a percent at a time. Like if they just were to say, we can't report until it's all been collected. You know, we wouldn't see like this, this sort of look who's winning now and oh, it got changed and look who's winning. Like there's nothing that anyone can be done after it's been, after the vote's been placed so why do we why are we even listening at that point it's just doing all it's doing is pissing off people so 
Anyway, I guess what I'm getting at is just remember that the people that you're talking shit about, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, those people have real feelings and they, those people have families. Those people are not that different from you. They might be your neighbor or a friend or a coworker, and you're essentially putting yourself above them when you start talking about how these other people that are voting differently than you are freeloaders or they're racist. So just depending on which side it is, just remember that everyone has different things that they're able to look past and different priorities based on their life experiences. I have so many friends who voted for Trump are they racist? No. They may be more willing to look past some of the social issues in order to get uh, a lot of the conservative, uh, conservative uh, economic benefits, conservative judges put in place, things of that nature. And you have people on the, on the liberal end of things who are more willing to look past certain, uh, certain financial, economic, foreign policy decisions, they may be more willing to look past those because of how important a lot of the social issues are. So stop hating each other. Just remember that the other side is made up of people just like you who have problems, who live their lives. So... To bring this back to running, I know this is long-winded, but to bring this back to running, I think about this sometimes too. Um, In terms of when you're running a different sort of race. So let's think about that. Let's think about ultra marathoners versus 5K runners. I've been in Facebook groups where you'll have a high percentage of ultra marathoners and then people will post being proud of their runs, something along the lines of, hey, I ran my best 5K today, or I ran a nice, like, 10-miler, or something like that, and then you'll have people jump on them, saying, oh, you're really not running until you get past, like, 15 miles. And these are things that I have not seen in person. I've only seen online, because people think they can just say whatever they want, because they're distanced. You're not going to get punched in the nose from saying something online, unless they live near you, of course. But it's like when you go to races, it's not like that at all, right? People remember how to be people and how to be friendly and how to be cordial and respectful. And, and, you know, when you go to these races, you go to 5Ks or ultras, or marathons, any race that I've ever been to, everyone is so kind to each other and helpful and polite and loving and encouraging. And I think that draws a direct parallel to what we're talking about in terms of our our sort of country's position right now. It's like, why is it okay for us to post these things 
when we would never say those things to someone in their, to their face or if we looked at someone who that might be um, talking about, like say a Democrat posts something about a Republican, you know, about the Republicans, well, you know Republicans. Almost everyone knows someone of the opposite side. Would you really want to say that to somebody who you knew and cared about? I really doubt it. And it's so easy to demonize the other side. It's so easy to think that what you're doing is so much better than what the other side is doing and how you have all the answers. And this is something all of us need to think about in our own lives, including myself. So anyway, I realized this wasn't that much about running. Um, But in terms of the running aspect of it, just remember that everyone is going through their own race. Everybody has their own experiences and their own reasons for doing things the way that they're doing them. Respect those people. Respect their decisions. You can disagree with what they do. You might not agree that, you, that, that the 5K is, a, is a, um, a, a, an appropriate race or a good race if you're an ultra marathoner, but it doesn't matter. They're still running. They're still doing their own thing, doing their best, enjoying what they're doing. And you wouldn't like it if they were to talk disrespectfully to you. So hopefully everybody can um, take a step back and take a breath. Myself included, because I think I got a little heated during this one. I've been meaning to talk about this. And hopefully, you know, our country isn't so divided that you can't even listen to someone who, who's moderate on this, such as myself. Because it's too, it seems too much um, supporting the opposite side. And I can tell you that I have, I, I have um, things that I support that Donald Trump has done and things that I disagree with that he's done. And I can say the same thing about President Obama. And I'm sure I'll say the same exact thing about Joe Biden. So anyway, I guess it's time to, I think it's time for us to put down our weapons and shake hands and remember that we're all Americans and that we all are, are doing our best to get by, you know, with the hand that we're given, whether that was our parenting or our life situations or our money or our jobs or our interests. Just remember that we're all working and doing our best. And if someone isn't doing their best and you feel that maybe they're lazy or they're opposed in direct opposition to what you're doing that should not make you so angry it's like there are how many millions of people what 350 million people or so in the United States there's bound to be people that disagree with you and their one voice doesn't make a difference like you can have differences made by one person but to get so angry and hateful at that at someone who disagrees with you, it's exhausting. So let it down. Let your anger go. Remember that no matter what, even though we've had disagreements in the past as a nation, we're still here. We're still getting along. Like we're we're still getting on. You know. So. Anyway, hopefully that all makes sense. I will. Uh, try to be less political in the next one. 
I just really had to get that off my chest. I've literally been thinking about it and thinking about it and I've I've actually cried thinking about all of these things because it just the the anger and the hate is so overwhelming just to hear and listen to and read about. So if you see someone of the opposite uh, who may have voted for the opposite person, why don't you why don't you try to understand why rather than getting so upset and calling them racist or calling them snowflakes or whatever it is that that's the going thing right now, the meme or whatever. So anyway, I love you guys. Um, sorry for rambling. Hopefully you got something out of this one. If you did, uh, I'd appreciate it if you shared it and subscribed. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Um, typically not this political and I'm sure as things start to settle down, I can maybe focus a little bit more on things, um, or running related. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, sunny, 72 degrees today, and uh, hopefully you guys can get outside and get some miles in, uh, maybe uh, get into the gym and do some weightlifting. I think maybe the next time I'm going to talk a little bit about cross-training and weightlifting this winter, um, because I think that's something that we all should be doing, and I'll talk about why and how in the next episode. So remember, I love you. You can do this. Keep your head up. Keep pushing. And remember that everything's going to be just fine. Are you sick of nagging running injuries? Well, there's no way to totally prevent injuries. You can train in a way that drastically reduces your chances of being sidelined by injuries. The Injury Prone Athlete Training Programs at InjuryProneRunning.com were created by me, Dr. Cameron Dennis, a physical therapist and running specialist to help you train smarter and stay on track towards your running goals. Programs at InjuryProneRunning.com include, but are not limited to, Bulletproof Hip Running Program, Bulletproof Knee Running Program, and Bulletproof Feet Running Program, designed to help you return to running from injuries and pain, which have plagued you potentially for years, including Included in your training program at InjuryProneRunning.com are specific instructions for when to move from Phase 1 to Phase 2, from Phase 2 to Phase 3, according to your level of pain and type of injury. Um, So there's less confusion about worrying about hurting yourself again or making your injury worse. So after completing our injury recovery programs on InjuryProneRunning.com, You'll be able to then transition in one of our other training programs and work towards running further, faster, or simply just completing a race of your chosen distance without becoming injured. Visit InjuryProneRunning.com for more details or to learn more about your injury for free.